This episode of the Relationship Status Podcast is brought to you by the Southern Elegance Candle Company, where modern values meet Southern charm. Right now, check out their fall and holiday collection with candle scents such as caramel latte, fireside, sweet potato and brown sugar, and our personal favorite, orange spice. The scent is cloves wrapped in a citrusy orange essence that takes you all the way back to grandma's house. This one is sure to be your favorite, just like it is ours. So visit secandlecode.com and use our promo code CRUX that's C-R-U-X for 15% off all regularly priced items that's secandleco.com where they lovingly craft each scent and city combination to elicit a fond memory to whisk you to a place of pure joy Welcome back to Relationship Status. Uh, it's your boy Yusuf in the building. Hey, CL Butler. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of off. Uh, a little bit off today. A little, a little bit, bit off. off uh, Neek usually brings us in, so I guess... We're here. Remember, you can catch us on all podcast platforms um, every Monday and Wednesday. And uh, shoot, I guess we're going to get Thanks. We're going to have to get started without her today. Yeah. So, I, uh, just kinda, Not with us at this current moment, but she'll be here. Yeah, she'll be here. She'll be here she'll soon. She'll be here uh, soon. Um, She's with us in spirit. Yes, a short spirit. Yes. <laughs> and it's close to Halloween. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, <laughs> that's a good one. See? Yeah. yeah. Now, how was your week there, my great brother? Great. You had a great week? Yeah, how about you? Man, you know, it goes. It comes and goes. Great week. You yeah, know. season's changing a little bit. Yeah, it's getting a little cooler. Yeah. I'm starting cooler. to enjoy this, though. Like, that. this, this, southern, this southern weather, this hot, this heat is... I, it's something I can never get used to. You've been in South Carolina 20 years and you still can't get used to I it. I can't get used to this heat. This okay. heat is ridiculous. I I don't even know. You go outside and start cooking for no reason at all. Okay. I don't cook, but okay. <laughs> anyway, I'm more of a microwave. You more of a microwave? Yeah, I'm more of a microwave type guy. Uh, you see, you got to get in, got to get in the kitchen, get on the grill. I'm going to advance one, so I'm going to get an air fryer. You go get an air fryer. Yeah. Well, you can have mine. I yeah. ain't never used it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Step it up a level. <laughs> uh, uh, we have a, a treat for you uh, guys and gals today. Mm-hmm. Mostly the gals. Mm-hmm. Guys too. Guys, guys can learn from g- this. Guys need this information it's as gonna well. going to give us some insight. It's going to give us some insight. Yes. Um, we have a relationship coach and uh Anwar White, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. Yeah, definitely. How are you guys doing today? It seems like it's a bit of a crazy morning for you. It is. It is. It's a, it is. Yeah. It is. With, with, oh, that's our co-host calling now. Thrown off a little bit. Yes, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're kind of off kilter a little bit. But that's why people join us. That people. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yes. Um, so welcome to the show, uh, Coach Anwar. Uh, you know, we kind of connected and uh, felt it was it's very interesting to get you on our show, mm-hmm. um, get you to talk about basically what you do. So uh, exactly. Uh, well, first off, let's start with this. Where are you from? 
So I'm originally from California, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and I currently live in Montreal, Canada. Yes. How did you make that? How did that transfer? Like, how did that migration happen? Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, I was living in the Bay Area about seven years ago. And at that time, we had small children. So my partner and I were not enjoying everything that San Francisco had to offer. And as you all may know, it is probably one of the most expensive places to live. So we were like, uh, let's uh, move. Let's go somewhere that it's going to be much cheaper and actually probably a better quality life for our children. We have three children, eight-year-old twins and a three-year-old. So that's why we came to Montreal, which has been a really great decision. All right. Would you hold them back on us a little bit? Because you are well-traveled. You lived in a lot of places. I see you in your research. Yes, on yes. Yeah, so, we we yeah. do a little background yeah, on it. Yeah, a lot of places. So, okay. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So could you riddle off the places you've lived? Uh, I have lived in Germany. I've lived in Italy. I've lived in Guatemala. I've lived in Mexico. I've lived in New York. Wow. I've lived in uh, Pittsburgh. Give it a second. I had 10 different addresses in 10 different years. Oh, wow. I love to travel. I love to get it in like probably many of your listeners do. Okay. And uh, I think that that's made me probably um, someone who can relate to a variety of different people. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, So, so what brought you into this particular line of work? What is it? Well, let's start with this. What is it that you exactly do? Yeah, no problem. So I work and help uh, highly educated black women mm-hmm. strategically date uh, and meet high quality men and get in, into amazing relationships. So a lot of the work I do, it's not just external, like text him this or this is what you need to do on a date, but more internal, right? Like figuring out who who and who you need to be, right, to be in an amazing relationship mm-hmm. and to heal some of those parts of ourselves that haven't been healed already, right? So I, I tell my clients all the time, like, you can get into a relationship tomorrow just by lowering your standards. That's not what this work is about. This work is about actually elevating to the relationship that you always idealized and dreamed of. Oh, okay. Um, you deal with a lot of, well, mostly women, Correct. Correct. All women. You you specialize Exclusive. in women. I think it's exclusively exclusively women, women right? Yeah, so it's it's highly educated women, and then um, most of my clients get into amazing relationships within four months, plus or minus a month. Wow. So I have a secondary program, which is called well, my first program is called Get Your Guy, which is about obviously getting a nice boyfriend, and then my uh-huh. secondary program is Get Your Ring, which takes oh. them from dating to actual engagement. Right. Mm -hmm. And so in that get your ring program, there are moments where we actually have sessions with their partner as well. Oh, wow. Do they uh, do this? Do they tell the guys about this uh, surprisingly or do they will the guys willingly participate with this or is it kind of just sprung on them? Some do, some don't. Right. It's really up to the my clients. Right. If they want to include them or not. So uh, I leave it up to my client. Uh, Some do. I would say maybe 50-50. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Do you, what what have you found is the most difficult thing uh, when you're dealing with a new client? What is the most difficult thing to get them? Because it's, it's pretty much your job to get them to the altar, so to speak, you know, metaphorically speaking. 
So yeah, what, is, what well, do you find is the difficult, the most difficult thing for uh, uh, someone starting out with you? Yeah. So for the dating aspect, I would say that uh, my program is six months, but the first two months is them just learning how to trust a man. Oh, wow. <laughs> you find that no, that's a, that's a right? common so issue? actually fight with them to ensure and let them know that I'm on their side. I'm here to help them, right? That I see what the finish line looks like, and I'm going to push and encourage them to get there, which means that I'm going to challenge them to check in with me, that we're going to make all of their love decisions together, right? Because that is going to be what it looks like to be in a relationship. They've been so used to being independent and taking care of everything on their own Mm -hmm. that they're not used or in the habit of actually making decisions as a team, right? And so the first month is like, no, you need to check in with me after every date. Right. We need to check in between sessions. Okay. Right. Because I need to have them in the practice of being in a relationship before they get into the relationship so that when they do get in that relationship, which they will, they don't have to learn everything from zero to 100 miles per hour in the first couple of weeks. Oh, OK. Now, we, we've been asking some fluff questions, but how, how does this process begin? Does a, how does a woman know she needs Coach White's help? to proceed in her relationship? Is it because of the failures or how do they come to you? Do they come? Cause don't tell women I said this, but sometimes they're not very humble <laughs> about all. who they are. <laughs> in my experience, they, um, sometimes women in the dating world, I am currently in a relationship, very loving, happy <laughs> relationship. Very, very happy. She must've went through your course. Cause it's, it's great. Okay. Um, they don't come in. They come in with like a, okay, you know, like the stock exchange, the, the rate might be a dollar, but they come in at $1 million. So they come in with a really high sense of value, which is, they should. But sometimes dating them, they don't understand where they are. And sometimes another person can tell you like, you're really not all that. Yeah. You know, let's start here together and let's work up. But you, I can't be worth a dollar and you worth a million. Yeah. So I think the thing that is really important for you to realize is that they have been training their entire life to get to the reputation and brand for themselves. Okay. Right. Okay. So they have, they've leaned into school, right. Mm -hmm. They've leaned into work. Right. And so it's something that's of value to them that they're proud of. Um, But what happens is that they associate all of their value with that. Oh. And what they don't understand and what the disconnect is and what I try to teach my clients is that men actually don't care about any of that. Right. We don't. They care about. <laughs> we don't. Right. You don't care about nah, the degrees. Don't, you don't care I, about the job. You don't care about any of that. I don't care how much money. You makes. care about, do you make me feel good when I'm with you? Right. Absolutely. So I, I give yes. them this acronym, which I think is really helpful. Right. Mm-hmm. Gas. I want you to gas up your men. Right. I want you to make them feel good. I want you to make them feel accepted. I want you to make them feel strong. Yes. Right. All okay. of those three things. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all they really care about. Right. They don't care about all of the things that you've done. You talked about you think that they are all that and that they need to be humble. No, no, Actually, no. They don't come in humble. I don't want to humble. Think, them. No, you use the word humility. Right? Yes. Which yes. Is humble. Yes. So humble. I'm going to I'm going to use your word. I don't want to humble them. I don't personally want to do it. <laughs> Apparent, apparently you do. No, 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 no. No, that's in my past yeah, when no, I used to date. I do think it's important for you to realize, which is my point, mm-hmm. is that those are all just walls, right? Yes. That's all to keep them protected and safe mm-hmm. because they do not feel safe around men. Okay. Right? Okay. That, that is just a facade. 
And part of the yeah. work that I think is really important, that is something that the like first sentence that I say in all of my consultation calls is my work is about you getting to know all parts of yourself, right? Okay. Even the parts that you're avoiding, neglecting, ashamed of, right? Because they need to come, as, as you said, there's a disconnect there. Mm-hmm. You're not able to see all of them because they're, they're using this facade as protection. But they actually need to show all of themselves in the dating realm so that men can actually get to know them and there can, feel, there can be a connection. Right? Yeah, yes, because yourself really needed that advice. Uh, how? Because uh, you're searching or single or something. I, I don't know. Don't sit any pressure on me. I, I'm single. I'm single here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's nice to know. Okay, so you we have some insight to how women kind of see a situation. Is yeah, that correct? That's, yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, you're right, Sia. Okay, that's so you self can use this. Many other men. I personally can't because I'm happy. Because <laughs> uh, you're happy. <laughs> I'm very happy. Very happy. Um, so they, come, they, they, they contact you and then so after you're contacted and, and what kind of, I would say, is there a vetting system? Like, because do you take on every client that comes to you? I or, don't. Or is Actually, it a-, a third of the clients? I tell them that they're not ready. Really? Right. How do you determine yeah. that? How do you get I away with I telling women ideas. all these things? Yeah, I'm, I'm booked and busy, as they say. Right? Because okay. you have to come correct. When I am doing one on one with you, it's like being in a relationship with my client. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. If you're getting overly emotional, if you are um, not coachable. Right. Mm -hmm. If you are not open to wanting to do the process the way that I have it set out that is really successful, I'm not going to work with you. I'm not going to fight with people about a process that I know is super successful. Ninety percent of my clients get in a relationship within four months. Two thirds of the clients that I work with are married within two years. I'm not playing games here. Right. Mm. So. I know who I need to work with. And a lot of those clients either come back to me six months or a year ready to rock and roll. And that's fine. Okay. All right. Um, so they come, they, you've vetted them, they're, they're good to go. So what's the next step? So this person is good, you're going to take them on. What is the next step for this person? Well, the next step, the beginning of our process is actually to get their online dating profiles and apps together. I create a, an entire strategy for them. I We work on their profile together. It goes through at least two or three different edits. We choose the pictures together. Okay. Right? A lot of my highly educated women will have nothing but um, travel pics, right? And Mm -hmm. it's kind of, as you said, kind of show off your braggadocious. And what I tell them is that I think it's important for you to create a set of pictures that really represent your everyday life. Because when men are looking at these pictures, they're envisioning themselves in this woman's life, right? So can I fit into that? Does it look like it would be something that I would be doing? So that is how we choose some of the pictures, right? So first is about getting their dating strategy together, mm, okay. right? Their online dating strategy together, that is. And then also me teaching them how I want them to specifically online date. I have my own proprietary kind of system and framework to help to evaluate and filter a lot of these men because, um, you know, Ninety percent of them will not be ready for a relationship right now, and that's okay. Okay, right? I, I will even have if a, they're dating, they're mm-hmm. still not ready. Okay, I have so I have a part question. Of my, part of my process is making sure that you they filter them out so that they're not wasting time with the men that are not ready. Okay, so women don't come in with a, maybe a list of guys they already want. It's all online, like meeting men freshly, or do you? Or yeah, so t- I'm not a matchmaker. Right. Oh. 
I believe that women are their best uh, personal matchmakers. Okay. Right? So what I am doing is coaching them to be in this process, this dating journey, and to be confident, to be successful, to be vulnerable, to set certain boundaries, and to be able to do that. You know, part of my sessions with my clients is not just about dating. We actually, a third of it is talking about their lives, because how they do one thing is how they do everything. So whatever they're doing in their life is probably going to be reflected in their dating life. Oh, wow. Okay, well, I'm I'm mistaken because I thought maybe it was a matchmaking matchmaking yeah. process also. So it's strictly online. They don't come no, in no, with it's not strictly candidates. online. It's, oh, it's both not online and offline, but we start online. Start online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, so wow. the basis is to have them create a I wouldn't say create a persona, but a create the profile and look attractive to a to the right man. What? Mm, no, no, you said themselves. About? Right. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, no, I'm just, because he said we choose the particular picture. I agree with we, Coach. Tell tell us, Coach White. Please, please tell us. Yeah. I agree with you. Well, it's interesting, right, that you would say that, because I think a lot of men think that women are supposed to be attractive. He does. Them, he right? really does. That a woman has fine. to be attractive to me? You get to say that, but the yeah. work that I'm doing mm-hmm. is about making sure that they're coming correct, authentic, and genuine yes. themselves. Right. You may find that attractive. You may not. And that's OK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I know the it's OK. thing is about making sure that they're being 100 percent honest and real mm-hmm. with what they're representing themselves to be. OK. Is, is that a heavy handed task to get women to be honest or no? I, well, I want to say people. But since we're talking about women, that's why I'm saying women. Yeah, I would say it's 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 everyone, really. But it I is everyone. That it's hard. It's difficult right as a black woman in this world uh-huh. to be able to be authentically you 100 mm-hmm. percent of the time you're different with your family you're different with your friends you're different at work you're different okay. in your relationships my job is to bring kind of all of that together and find the true essence of who you are and make sure that you're representing that and all of the interactions that you're having with your you know with dating but also with other relationships as well oh okay Okay, um, so <clears throat> excuse me, I, I had to. Are be... you guys? Are you guys good? Are you guys? I feel no, like you I got no, no, no. I got corrected just now. I guess I, no, I guess I, I got corrected just now. And I don't, I don't want to try to dominate the conversation. No, you're not dominating. Some people claim you I can do. dominate. I, no, can you're dominate not. It okay, go ahead. See, so no, no. I want to make sure my cohorts because I am in a loving relationship. So I mean, there are still things that you can learn because a relationship is just a consistent dating. Okay, okay. Let me ask you this then, since you are talking to (laughs) three black men. What advice would you give a man? Because I know you can you had a lot of success with women, but in just this case here, yeah. What's one or two tips you would give men who are on the other side of the process? Within dating? Within dating. Within dating, yeah. Yeah. Um, is this is this for Yusuf here? Yeah, 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 I'm we'll asking for a friend. We'll, we'll make it for me. I'm we'll asking for, for a friend. I, I, we'll make it for me. We'll make it for me. Because <laughs> I, I, am, I am mingling, so let's, okay. let's make it for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I think that you've got to, these men have got to start playing dating like poker. Okay. Right? Mm, okay. Poker. Meaning, like, you cannot be holding on to all of these hands, right? Uh-oh. That 
Uh oh. Am I hitting a nerve? Yeah, no, oh, not with me. No, wait, wait, wait. What you mean? Holding on. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll let you, I'll, I'll let you explain. Yeah. Apparently. Um, what I'm saying is that you have got to, um, the best poker players fold hands that they know are not going to work, right? Hmm. And only play the most successful hands. And that's how they get their money. Okay. Right. Okay. So what I see a lot of men doing is holding on to hands that they know are not going to work. And what happens is every time you have a connection or a tie with a woman, let's say that you're talking to five or six women right now, mm-hmm. there's no way that you can be a hundred percent fully invested and present with the woman that is going to come up and, and really want to connect with you. There's no way you have all of these ties that are holding you down and putting you in a variety of different situations. And you're not even creating the space necessary mm. to actually find the woman that's for you. Amen. Right? What you looking at me for? I'm just saying. And you're the single one on this Hey, are you single? You're not talking to me. He just, he just looked at me. <laughs> He's not talking to me. I'm, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know you, but no, if this good. is something that is prevalent for you then take heed right? yeah yeah you're right, you're right if it is if, if it is if, if it's it applicable my clients here's what i tell my clients okay if he is not interested in getting exclusive with you within two months a man will know within six to eight weeks right oh. whether he wants to be with a with a woman or not as a boyfriend or girlfriend okay wow that's, that's a lot of with pressure. The woman that, with the woman that you're with right now, when did you know that you wanted her to be your girlfriend? See ya. The moment I saw her. <laughs> Period. One, I was two seconds in. I was like, that's the one. Period. <laughs> that's the one right like, there. That's her. Yeah. I knew it. So, if within six to eight weeks, it's stagnant, mm-hmm. nothing's happening, nothing's progressing, okay. let it go. Oh, okay. okay. That's some good let advice go. for some people out there. Yeah, so so you play the best hand that you have. Fold Continue to date multiple people, mm-hmm. right? But if within a certain time frame it's not happening, you you got to let it go. Gotta let, You've you given the time it. for it to progress because you're generally it will progress during that time, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, yes. Let it go. Okay. Right now, have in your experience, have men been intimidated that women have? I don't want to say an insist a, a coach. To help walk them through no, this process. No, most of my clients actually do not um, let them know that they're they have a coach until they are in a relationship, and most of them just find it really curious and interesting. Like I had a client; she is um, an expat. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in tech, but she works. In, she lives in Singapore, okay. and she was like. I've been in Singapore for two years. Nothing but these Asian men up in here. I don't really think it's going to work, but you are my last resort. Right? Mm-hmm. I was like, no problem, girl. Got you. And she got into a relationship uh, two months ago, right? Month four-ish. Okay. Uh, and then she just recently told her boyfriend that uh, she had been working with a dating and relationship coach. And his response was, Oh, so you basically planned this whole entire relationship thing out. Like, I'm just a pawn here. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, right? Mm-hmm. In, a, in a really joking and fun way. Right? But, you know, she had to explain to him that it's not about how he was getting played. It was about working on the woman that she needed to be to be in this relationship. Right? So, okay. That, okay. like, she had to learn how to ask for help how to be vulnerable, how to accept, receive, allow, and be in her feminine energy instead of being in her masculine energy, how to lessen her anxiety when things were not perfect, right? How to manage her mind while things were going on in the dating process, 
right? So that is the work that we're doing. That's the work that I'm focused on. And that's why most of my clients are really successful, right? The, the men, the mm-hmm. male dating coaches really focus on the external. Do this, say this, right? The women really focused on the internal, the right? Inter- okay. Let's heal some of those inner wounds. I do both, right? Okay. I have a really unique perspective that is both male and female that I use in my process to make sure that not only are we able to interpret what men are doing, what they're saying, what that means, but also to get really clear about what's happening on the inside. And I think that's why my clients have such success in this this realm. Oh, now you mentioned that women have a hard time maybe opening it up to some of these processes or yeah. or being oh, vulnerable yeah, or anything. Okay. Yeah. How much does childhood trauma or childhood or, or the way you were raised have to do with that? Yeah, it's it's pretty much everything. Everything. It's everything. And for us, mm-hmm. it's even it's a it's a much more unique challenge. This, there's a reason why I, I work specifically with black women. OK, they are, they're raised. So it's exclusive or just. Yeah. I Pretty much. Few, okay. I have a few Jewish clients, but I generally don't work with anyone else. Those are only because they were referred by black women. Okay. Lahine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, right. I, yes. We grow up differently, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have the luxury of having one parent stay at home. Both of our parents stay at uh, our work because they have to, to put food on the table and a roof over our heads, mm-hmm. which means that the emotional needs are often neglected as children. Right. That these women that are high achieving, that are highly educated, have to find validation in other ways. Right. Mm -hmm. And they do that through doing a lot for other people. Right. That's a trauma response. Right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah, Definitely. Mm -hmm. Leaning into school to get the validation. Right. Because they're just not getting it for who they are. So I have to get straight A's for you to actually see me. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Or also, you know, we have most a lot of my clients that are highly educated, you know, have to go through overly critical mothers and or um, I would say like narcissistic or abusive fathers. Right. Those are the two kind of archetypes that I see quite a bit of more so the overly critical mothers. Right. A lot of people talk about daddy issues. Right. And that that's for a certain demographic. I think for my demographic, the highly educated women, it often comes and stems from the mother. Right. And them trying to people please her. Okay. Right. Yeah. That makes yeah. Sense. So it's all, you know, my work is also about healing that relationship and setting boundaries around that relationship, because if you can set boundaries with your mother, you can set boundaries with anyone. Okay. Any man. That seems to make sense. Well, we, uh, we have been joined. Our other host has gotten here. And so we're going to go ahead and add her Lovely. in. And uh, she just walked in the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to the show, Miss Jenny Cruz. Cut my mic on. There you go. All right. And you say on. my whole name. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, my fault. <laughs> well, my goodness. Are you going to introduce her to our guest? Yes. This is one of, I said one of our co-hosts. And yeah, I said co-hosts. introduce. Oh, our guest. Well, Tanique. Mm-hmm. Neek, yes. our guest is Mr. Anwar White. Uh, Hi, Anwar. 
How are you doing? Hello, girl. They've needed you. They have been a mess without you. <laughs> oh, wow. I've been you listening. You are the foundation. I, I you know, see, I, 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 I was trying to tell to her. I see, already. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. He's catered to her. He dumped us. We were good. We were good for a second. Now you just dumped we're us. still but. good. It's just an observation. <laughs> no, okay. I'm thinking about becoming a client. Okay. Wow. You're thinking about becoming a client. Hey, yeah. there you go. Well, well, Nick, he doesn't take all clients so you have no to he doesn't okay but he does take black women no he specializes no, no. in that <laughs> he doesn't take all of them no he doesn't, no, take, he doesn't he take all of them no he doesn't he take all black women yeah he's very he, you have to have a pre-conversation correct yeah, uh, a I, have, I have a consultation with all of my potential clients beforehand just to understand what their issues are sometimes it's about actually you need a therapist oh right oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The actually there are some deep deep-seated issues here that are outside of my purview, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. it's okay. that. Sometimes it's, you're not coachable. You're not ready. I'm not going to be arguing every little thing with you. Right? Okay. Uh, with that being said, mm-hmm. is it fair for a man who is courting or dating a woman to take the same position that you are? In, in, yeah. it's, it's not unreasonable or is it? Is no, that's not, that's not unreasonable. Because you, you get to you get to do whatever you want in your dating process, okay. right? Mm. You get to choose who you want to engage with or not, right? And it's important for you to let these women know, I'm not really interested in the back and forth and the arguing. And they get to make a decision about whether they want to shift how they've been presenting or not. Okay. okay. Yousef okay. gets to do that. I don't get it. To do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you get yes. to pivot, I guess, through the process. Is what you're saying? Not, what do you mean? And what, no, you're saying you get to choose and you get to... Uh, uh, she gets cha- to choose. She gets to choose or I get yeah, to choose? Yeah, no, she gets no, to... You got to present I, I, well, her well, a boundary. I, I, I think we got to let Coach White explain that to y'all again. Okay. <laughs> no, she, he said like... Well, say, hold on, he's going to okay. explain it to us. Okay. My apologies. I'm yes. saying that everyone has agency in their own dating journey. Okay. What I will say specifically for women, though, is that they have been socially conditioned and programmed to want to be chosen. Okay. And part of my process is actually having them choose. And they do that through the proprietary work that I do with them in terms of how I want them to date online mm-hmm. and how I want them to be engaging with men offline as well. Right. That men can can, uh, you know, go to them and, uh, you know, address them and approach them and all of that. But it's up to the woman to say yes or no. And a lot of women are not are not actually making the intentional decision. They're actually mm-hmm. just going with the flow of whatever the dude wants. Right. Oh. And, and that's that a lot of times what we're taught. Them. You said that's what you're taught. Yeah. We're told to kind of go with the flow. Well, no, I think I think when, like when you're in junior high and a guy walks you home, right, or holds your hand or dances with you, mm-hmm. suddenly the school thinks y'all are together, right? But mm-hmm. it was based on what he did, right, and and the woman being chosen. We are in 2021. There, there actually isn't much of much more of that moving forward, as I think you all are noticing. Mm-hmm. A lot of these gender roles or you know traditional ones are getting a little bit more blurred. We're having more nurturing and sensitive guys and more masculine dominant women. Mm-hmm. Right. And so is, is that good? <laughs> I'm not here to say whether it's good or not. What I'm here to say is that this is reality and this is what we're living in in 2021. Right. And so I think it's important for us to be cognizant of that, especially when we're dating. Right. I talk to women all the time who are highly educated and I let them know you can choose what energy you want to be in. 
right? You have a lot of people out there saying, you got to be in your feminine energy. You got to be in your feminine energy. Actually, you don't. You get to choose whether you want to stay in your masculine energy or if you want to be in your feminine energy. A lot of these women have not felt safe enough to be in their feminine energy, though. And if they don't, that's okay. If they feel more comfortable in their masculine energy, that's okay, too. It just means that their dating strategy changes and that they're going for men that are more nurturing types. I have a client right now who is a tech executive who is with a guy that's more of like a teacher, a nurse, right? The more nurturing types. That yin and yang works because we still have the masculine and the feminine, Right. So I think the the takeaway for the female listeners out there is that you get to choose what energy you want to be in. But it just means that your dating strategy has to change to be in accordance with that. Okay, Coach Coach White, what if you're dating a manly man like myself Um, and the masculine energy ends up colliding with a man? A real man, a A man and a half, actually. (laughs) Um. A man and a half. Yes, I'm a man and a oh, half. Oh, you gave yourself a whole other. Yes, yes. Okay, yes. Nice. It's, I, it's hereditary. Because um, my dad's so a man and a half. Question? The question is <laughs> what happens when those two energies clash? They're going to clash, right? It's not like if they're going to. They so, will, who's, who's, right? who's so job? This is what happens generally. Okay. If we have a masculine woman and a masculine man, mm-hmm. they're going to butt heads. They're always going to argue, they're always going to figure out. Who is the one that's driving the car? Okay. Right? Right? And I always think, like, the masculine energy drives the car. The feminine energy actually is in the passenger seat but has the GPS. The car cannot go anywhere without the direction. Absolutely. I I truly believe that the feminine energy or the woman sets the pace and the depth of the relationship. But a lot of women don't know that. Right? Yes, they don't. They don't take on that role. They don't take on the reins of that. Mm -hmm. And so a man who actually doesn't know where he's going a lot of the time when it comes to relationships because he's not in tune with what the woman wants and needs, will take it any which way. Yeah, because right? he, he so just... one way that two masculine people, they'll bump heads. The other way is that if I have a masculine woman and a masculine man, sometimes the masculine man might actually turn into a little boy and become mothered. Oh, right? Nah. Oh. Nah, I don't know about <laughs> that guy. Over, okay. Pretty much, no, no, no. Like you well, said, be overpowered, happens, so to speak. What'd you say? You, so are you saying like be overpowered, so to speak? Bow down. Or he may just regress no, no, no. to that. I'm not saying bow down. What I'm saying is that these men see that she's doing all of these things mm-hmm. and he allows it. Right? Okay. And okay. he actually takes advantage of her. And she continues to give, 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 give. And he continues to take, 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 take. Right. Oh. This is this is not about bowing down to power. This is about allowing her to do what she does, but taking advantage okay. of all of that and not reciprocating. Because men actually, m- many men probably feel uncomfortable when women are doing too much for them. Right. That they actually yeah. are wired to want to provide and, and protect. Okay. And so when he's not providing. Right. Mm-hmm. It can be really uncomfortable. That's why you get the butting of the heads with the masculine and the masculine. There are some men that are like, I don't want to fight with you. So just do what you're going to do. And I'm just going to take what you're going to give me and continue rocking on. Right. So those are the two things that happen with two masculine people. So basically, okay. there's no way for that dynamic to work. No way. No way. Okay. That's I can see why that. I can see that. These women need to actually get really comfortable in their feminine energy or they need to find 
someone else that's going to be the yin to their yang. Oh, okay. So if they if if they want what they want in an alpha male or a very a masculine man, mm-hmm. so to speak, um, then she would need to change what you're saying. Pretty much is like she would need to change what she date differently and change who she wants as a man, as a mate, so to speak. She either needs or to change, change herself, herself, change right? herself, or change who she's going to be dating. Okay, right. And here's the thing, right? I think we talk a lot about masculine masculine and feminine energy, but this is only really pertinent for the beginning of the relationship phase. Okay. After you're in a committed relationship, it's about the partnership. It's about the team. And whoever does the best thing for the team is going to do that thing. If your man is a good cook, he's probably going to do most of the cooking. If your if if your girl is like a, a CPA, she's probably going to handle the household finances. It's about who does the best thing and which thing, mm-hmm. right? And so when you're in that partnership, it, it, the masculine and the feminine kind of come closer together, and it gets more evenly split in a lot of different ways, right? Mm-hmm. But so this is really about the dating and the beginning relationship phase, right? And then I also want to just offer like. In like the in when people are like in their 50s and their 60s and women are going through menopause and men are also, you know, their testosterone is going lower. They actually naturally biologically become more in their feminine energy and women actually become more in their masculine energy. Right. So these things shift and change with time as well. Right. So I don't want you to feel like just because I'm like in my masculine energy now that, that that's going to be the case forever, forever more. That's why you got a lot of women that are actually hitting their stride in their career in their 50s and their 60s. Right. And you have a lot of men out here manicuring their lawns, doing landscaping, <laughs> gardening. Right. Um, you know, with their pets. Right. And getting more into their nurturing. Because biologically, that that stuff is changing in them, right? So I just want to put some timing around this masculine and feminine energy because I think a lot of people put pressure on themselves. Like, they have to be one thing, and it has to be that thing forever. But it's really how we come together is what's important when it comes to that masculine and feminine energy, if that makes sense. That's a really, really, really good point. Yeah, Mm -hmm. really good point. So we all have to be malleable and able to change as the relationship progresses. Yeah, open to it. And we naturally will, right? Yeah. Okay. okay, well, I have a question since I'm coming in late. I don't know if this has been <laughs> <Okay>. answered. <laughs> you know, I was fashionably late. Okay. Um, what would you say to a woman that dates multiple men? Do it. Hey. Do it Thank and you. do it well, right? That you should. What, hap- what has happened is that women have been, again, socially programmed to that, that makes them a hoe a slut, whatever it may be. These men are doing it, have been doing it, will continue to do it. I think of this as a diversification of your portfolio, right? Mm -hmm. One man goes down, you still got a couple of other ones that are going to be important that you can be shifting your attention to. Mm -hmm. And in my program, I call it Olympic dating. You always need to have a gold medalist, a silver medalist, and a bronze medalist, right? And the metal contention will change based on how they show up or not week by week, right? Yeah. Just because someone is a gold medalist doesn't mean that they're always going to be a gold medalist, right? That, that we have to be evaluating them on a weekly basis because he might, he might have showed up really well in September and then mm-hmm. October he's showing his ass, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's going down. Maybe he's bronze this month, right? And somebody else takes that gold medal standing. Mm-hmm. So we have these 
that evaluation needs to happen on a regular basis. And um, also another reason why we want to kind of date multiple people or what I call Olympic dating is that it protects your heart, right? When you hyper-focus on a man, no man is perfect. He will disappoint you at some point, right? Just like you may disappoint him. Mm -hmm. Um, But if he does disappoint you, you're not going to be tripping and stuck on that if you have multiple men that you're dealing with. I actually just worked with a client this past weekend. Yesterday, I had told her last weekend she needs to dump a guy. He's not doing what he needs to do. It's done. She did that, which was very hard for her because a lot of women are not comfortable dumping men who they've been on multiple dates with. That's not how they've been conditioned. So this is about stepping into their power. And I talked to her yesterday and she said, you know what? It was interesting. This time around, I didn't have time to wallow in this separation and breakup of, of this situation. Cause I had a couple other guys that I had to talk to and go out on dates with. Mm-hmm. Right. So it also protects you. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I like to add, not add, I want to ask a question. Is there a time period on Olympic dating? Because some that people think you can question. do this forever. That's going to be my question. And that doesn't sound sustainable at all. I tell my clients that you are single until you are not. Okay. Right? So, if someone wants to be exclusive with you, that would be the time in which you would stop. But what if you... Otherwise, you continue. But what if you're trying to use Olympic dating as your coping mechanism versus trying to get in a relationship? Uh, because I think an issue we've talked about here on the show is somebody on this podcast may or may not have dated multiple men at one time. And there could have been some candidates who wanted more. But... She or he may have gotten wrapped up in the Olympic dating because you can get caught up in the Olympic dating if you're not careful or have a strategy or plan to. That meant that she wasn't ready. So she wasn't. Oh, so some onus is on the woman. If we were talking about. uh, Yeah. You want to jump in here, Nick? Oh, Well, first and foremost, I wasn't ready for a relationship. Period. But did you tell the men that? I thought I made that clear on the show. I told them that. I'm asking a question. I'm asking you a question. I wasn't a part of the Olympic team. Oh, but yeah. (laughs) Everybody's aware that I'm not like dating for a relationship. Okay. Would you would you advise that the woman let the men know she's dating multiple people? Or if they ask, yes. But not volunteer. No. Not put them in a group tags. Oh God. We always bring up the group. I'm just asking. Yeah, because she put them in a group tag. just yeah. put them all in a group text and okay and let me explain did, the group text yeah so yeah, good no no he's got a question for you Nick. i know let me explain the group let text him answer his question i am the reason why i put them in a group text because it wasn't going anywhere and i needed something to push them away what that is not <laughs> get her coach so what that means to me is that we have some boundary work to do mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. meaning that you need to be communicating clearly and this is not something that is what? just happening for you it happens for a lot of black women because as black girls you're you don't get to have your boundaries respected you don't yep. get to say no mm-hmm. you don't get to say i want this and i want that you're yep. told what to do and so you've been conditioned to do so so it's very difficult to say these things especially for men who you don't want to disappoint which perhaps that also happened with you and your father right where you couldn't say yes no i don't want this i want this or else he probably maybe would have gotten upset 
angry, yell, right? That we have these traumas that come up that disallow us from being able to speak clearly Mm -hmm. and accurately to these men, right? And so that's part of the work that I do, that I help women be able to set those boundaries with friends, with family, right, at work, so that when that situation comes in their dating life, that they're already practiced, that they already have the reps in and feel confident enough to set those boundaries and Mm -hmm. feel okay about it and not feel mean or rude or like a bitch or anything like that. So I I don't want you to, I don't want you to shame yourself because this is something that's been programmed. And part of the work is actually deprogramming yourself from that. Okay, I agree, because a lot of times I do feel bad or I'm too scared to say, uh, I don't want to talk to you. So, yeah, I, I can agree with that. <laughs> because you fear what? Uh, I fear. Tell the truth. <laughs> Shame the devil. <laughs> Some of these men, I, I'm scared of being hurt or being told something I don't want to hear. Yeah, mm. right. So there's always fear behind this. It's not like. You have the skills to do this. We just have to activate them, right? I'm so glad that you're sharing this because I'm pretty sure that there are so many listeners out there that feel the exact same way that you do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Um, now, we, we said we would talk about uh, the difficulty. So uh, I want to word it correctly because there was a way you said it when we talked uh, in, in the pre-show um, conversation. The challenges, the challenges that women are having. Yes, in dating. So, what, what do you what do you find are some challenges challenges that women are have women are having? Yeah, well, we talked about it a little bit, right? Knowing what energy they want to sit in. Mm-hmm. A lot of women will be with be in their masculine energy and be trying to talk to masculine men. Right. They either need to change themselves or change the men that they're dating. So that's one thing. Right. And I think it's important for us to define masculine feminine energy. Masculine is like the doing right. The acting, the solving, the performing. The feminine energy is more about the being, the nurturing. Right. In your feminine energy, it's about just asking for what you want and sitting back and waiting for the masculine to do. Right. Because there have been a lot of women, especially black women, that have been fiercely independent because they've seen their mother and their grandmothers do that, right? That that is the model for them. So that's all that they know. So they actually have to deprogram themselves out of that to allow and receive and just ask and not do, right? I talk to women all the time. The hardest thing that they have, they have to do is actually ask for help. It's like the worst thing that they would ever want to do. Because that's what they've been trained to do. But that's the exact thing that these men need to feel connected to them. Right? Yeah. So it's the masculine and the feminine energy that I think is really hard to um, to come by here. As I was saying before, society and culture is changing a bit. So mm-hmm. these energies are getting bl- more blurred than they were before. Um, secondly, I would just say that they have their dream guy list. Right? They have this list in their head that maybe they created when they were in high school that hasn't graduated yet, mm-hmm. right? That they keep a hold of to what they think that they need in a partner. And that actually doesn't really serve them. So for example, a lot of my clients are looking for a guy with a grad degree, right? Okay, well, that's 13% of the men out there. They're also looking for a guy that's six feet tall, right? That's what, 15% of the men out there because the average height is roughly 5'9". They're looking for a man that makes six figures. That's 9% of the men, right? Mm -hmm. They're looking 
and if we're looking for guys that are between the ages of 30 and 50, right? That's 40% of men. Now, I was a statistics undergrad. And when you do the stats on that, that's less than 0.1% of men. So when women say, I can't find a man, I believe them. (laughs) When they have these standards associated with that. And that's not even taking into account these, these men that are potentially checking for them or not. Half of these men won't even like them, right? So the, the percentage is actually lower than that, which means that we have to open our net wider. We have to realize that the person that you are meant to be with is probably going to look and feel differently than what you've imagined. And you have to be open to that, right? Okay. Which means that we have to be open to income and height. I have a mm-hmm. lot of 510 clients and I'm like, girl, Average is 5'9". At least get me to (laughs) 5'9". Right? We have to allow to talk to these men because if he has, if he's hitting everything that you need, right, in a relationship, why wouldn't you want to give him a chance just because he's one inch, like, shorter than you? You, That one inch is not going to matter 20 years from now. Right? It matters now, maybe, because you're making that mean that maybe he can't protect you on a tribal level. But in 20 years, you're not going to be thinking about that. And we have to be dating and thinking about the longer term here, right? So realize that we have to open our net wider. And it also means racially, right? Like, especially with black women Mm -hmm. right now, for every black man that's graduating college, there are two black women that are graduating college, right? Wow. So the way people date now, it's called a sort of dating, Mm-hmm. So I'm at this level and I need a person that's at this level. Okay. Right. And women have been so black women specifically black men date outside of their ways race quite often. Right. More so I think two to three times as much as black women do when black women do not because they've been programmed not to. And what I want to let black women know, and I'm all for black love. Half of my clients are connected with black men is that, You get to date whoever the hell you want to, that I'm more concerned about you finding love than what the color of that love looks like. That ultimately, I think that they're shamed to think that, well, you're, you know, a traitor of the black race. Any baby that comes out of you, black women, is going to be a black baby. You will continue the lineage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want to make sure that you're thriving in the life that you have. Right. So it means opening yourself up to different races, different heights, different incomes, right? Different educational levels, all of that. Right. Because love is going to look different. I've been doing this for 10 years. Right. Ninety five percent of the time, the person that they that these women end up with does not look like the person that they imagine themselves to be. And I want that to be understood so that women can be more open minded when it comes to engaging with men. Okay, I have a I have a question for you. So, yeah. as, as, let's say I, a woman that has, is not taking has, doesn't have you uh, <laughs> as a Serena, so to speak. Uh, do you? How does a man get a woman to change that that mindset or, or to widen her net, so to speak? I, you know, let's say you're interested in a woman who might not necessarily be interested in you because you're too short or because you don't make enough money or whatever it is, whatever her hang up is. How can a, how can a man in dating, how can he get her to widen her net, so to speak? He can't. She has to do it. OK, he can't. You, we can't change other people. OK, we, we seriously cannot change other people. What we can do is change ourselves. 
And I say the same thing to women as well, that ultimately we, you can't change a man, right? Mm. He's going to do whatever the hell he wants to do. And that's okay too. Right. And it, so it goes both ways. All you can do is show up as the best version of yourself. And if that is making that woman feel great, amazing. She might continue to engage with you longer, right? We have this, um, this uh, bias that once we start to see more and more of each other, it's natural for us to actually uh, feel closer to them. So, you know, being persistent, obviously respecting boundaries, but showing up, continuing, continuing to show up, right, will keep you on a little bit longer so that she can actually get to know the real you and feel connected to you. So that would be the advice is just to stay around kind of continue to pursue, get the hell out of here. Then we continue to pursue, (laughs) (laughs) but we show up, right. And we show up consistently. Right. So just kind of be yourself. And there is a woman who is going to fit yourself. I truly believe that I do too. (laughs) So, Why are you looking? We on one accord. He looks at you like every time. I'm looking around the room. Not- <laughs> no, you look. There, you start right over there. You stuff every time. Hmm. Well, uh, uh, well, I have a question for you. I'm sorry. What are the? Um, I need to apologize. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. To you. He was saying no need to apologize. Why am I saying that? You don't need to apologize to take up space in conversations. Amen. Right. Yes, oh, okay. you can just take up Demand space. my space. Okay, right. Um, but, but you've been conditioned to feel like you have to apologize for actually taking up space. I'm saying this because a lot of the women that I work with do the same thing, and it is important for you, especially on these dates, mm-hmm. to take up at least fifty percent of the conversation. Right? We can't have these men. These men will actually dominate the conversation because they're trying to impress you mm-hmm. but in doing that they're not going to actually get to know who you are so you actually have to interrupt or you have to say actually i want to tell you more about myself now you haven't been asking me enough questions okay right? oh wow yeah wow that's great great advice yeah Nick, Nick, what's your question um my question was uh, is or is i'm sorry yes is <laughs> what are your um the age range for your clients I work for I work with women that are between thirty and fifty. Okay, between thirty and fifty. Mm-hmm. Why do I do that? Most men have I would call a second puberty around between the ages of thirty or thirty-two. They gain a little bit more weight. They start to really kind of want to settle down a little bit. It's almost like a little bit of a biological clock, and that's when they start thinking about more seriously about relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh-huh. And so um, I think it is uh, it's a time most of the women that I work with want to be married. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that I'm not dealing with 23 year olds and guys who just kind of just want to get it in. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. now, have you started working with the client? And maybe midway through the process, have to tell her. I got to let you go. I, yeah, we got to break up here because this can't um, this can't proceed if you keep these same course of actions. No. You, okay, you no, work all the way through it. Really. And the reason I, I've done that is because they're the way that they're showing up is mm-hmm. the exact reason why they need my help. Oh, right? okay. oh. And I just I I'm just a mirror for them. I get to show them how they're getting in their own way. Right. The results are not mine. The results are my clients. 
ultimately, right? That I'm here to be guardrails for them and to support them and to and to give them perspective on what their blind spots are. So a lot of the time they may not be serving themselves. And my job is to let them know when you do this, this is generally what happens and that doesn't necessarily help you. So yeah, well, no. I, I vet them pretty well at the beginning. Okay. Well, the reason I ask is because most men don't have the luxury. No, we all have the luxury of being educated. Mm-hmm. We just aren't, or we just don't take advantage of it. So a man in this position of having to explain that to a woman is a little hard while trying to date the woman because I think it's perceived as you trying to gain an advantage, but yeah. you're really trying to help her per se. Just like she's trying to help you or no, not trying, helping you. So that kind of information isn't received. Is there a way to deliver that type of information so so that you still stay in a space of dating as well as advising? Yeah. So it's a really interesting question. Thank right. You. So basically what you're saying is I want to tell her about herself. Sometimes there is <laughs> just cause right. to tell someone about themselves just, yeah, just yeah, because yeah, yeah. you may know or have already been through it. The first thing that I think is important is to ask for consent first. Consent. Right? Let me write that down. Consent. Okay. That you don't get to just tell somebody about themselves. That you. Okay. You get, <laughs> okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> I may suffer with that. I know, I know that. you didn't. That's I didn't know that. Okay. Interesting, consent. Right? Because if you do switch the shoes, right? If somebody starts telling you about yourself, you're just going to get defensive and you're not even actually going to be listening to what they're saying because you're busy. You're too busy fighting it off. Now I would agree with you normally, but not about that with me because I've worked with my family and they volunteer more information than you ever would want to know about anything. (laughs) So not in that regard, but I do understand what you're saying. Most people people. in defense mode and not listening mode. Yes. Okay. Consent. And also when you gain consent and consent is like, Hey, um, I've been observing some things lately that, that I really want to talk to you about. Is it okay for us to talk about this now? Or do you want to talk about this later? Right. Okay. okay. Yes. Why do we say this? We say this because if they say yes, they're giving consent for you to tell them exactly about themselves. And they can't say, Oh, I don't understand why you're doing this. Oh, oh why are you coming at me so hard? Oh, blah, 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 blah. Jedi right. mind trick. To have this conversation now. Okay. So we're going to have it now. Okay. Okay. Right. So we have the consent first and foremost, and that's the case for any serious conversation. So what's the what's the what's the leading question? Do I have consent to tell you this? No, no, no. I've observed some. I've observed some things. There's something that I want to talk to you about. Okay. Right. Is it it okay to talk to you about this now or later or at another time? Okay. I'm going to add that to my repertoire. So it's letting them know basically that we're going to talk about it now (laughs) or later. No, it's asking their permission. Is it okay? That I ask you these questions and get into this conversation at this current no, moment. No, no, no. What I'm saying yeah. is the fact that I want to have this conversation because he said he's not the 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 way he framed the question mm-hmm. is: Do you want to have this conversation now, or do you want to have this conversation later? No, he framed the question of: Is it okay if we have this conversation now, or can we have it later? I mean, yeah, obviously, a question needs to be. You know, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. hey guys, we have a heard that we're going to have this conversation at some point. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. Right? We're going to have this conversation yeah. at some point. But the choice is theirs. The choice right? is yours. You always yeah. want to give people agency and autonomy, right? So, am I really? So, am I really asking for consent of me telling my to telling my thoughts, or am I asking for consent of when to do it? You're asking for consent on. 
having a conversation about this at all. Okay. Right. The person can sit, literally say, no, I don't want to talk to you talk any about at all. This. Okay. And that's okay. Right. But you've asked them and they've been able to have their agency in this conversation. Secondly, mm-hmm. after that, right. Mm-hmm. It is important. And I think uh, a lot of men don't do a great job of this, of actually not you. A lot of men actually will say you're doing this, 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 and this wrong. Instead, okay. what I advise my clients and I, I will advise men to do as well is talk about how you are experiencing their actions and behaviors. Right. So instead of saying you yell too much, right. Mm. Right. Or you're always on my jock. <laughs> right. Okay. Or whatever. I don't know what you guys say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we can talk about how you're feeling when you're getting yelled at, right? When you're yelling at me, I actually get numb and I block everything out and I don't wanna feel that way. I wanna feel connected to you, right? What can we do to resolve this? How can we work together to make sure that this isn't happening? Because I know that when that happens then you get even angrier because you think that I'm ignoring you. When in reality, I'm just, I don't like the confrontation. I don't like the yelling. I don't like any of that. Right. Mm -hmm. We focus on ourselves when we're communicating about how we experience them and we allow the other person to make an intentional decision about whether they want to change their behavior or not. Right. We cannot control people. We cannot make people do the things that we want to do. They have to make that decision for themselves. Okay, That's that's how I would that's how I would approach. Advising. Right. Okay, advising. So you would tell them your experience instead of telling them it's not well because you're not telling them about themselves. You're just telling them this is how I feel. This is how you're, you're making them me feel. About you. Yeah. yeah. So they can't tell you no, I don't because you can't tell it's me my experience. Debatable. Even That's though it's right. about them. Your feelings yeah. are not debatable. Your experiences are not debatable. Your perception of the experiences is not debatable. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's cool. Uh, Neek, anything? Yeah? No, not anything right now. Y'all don't have any more questions. We have a licensed expert here on the. So line. a licensed Who, expert, yes, because he's a yeah, uh, certified, certified. And this All right, is, well, let me ask more questions. Go ahead. No, I, I was saying that I will ask personal questions about myself. I think we need to go to Neek. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> we can come back to me and I, go ahead, Neek. Because you're in a relationship. I'm a single one. People in relationships still have to do the work. I agree. Okay. So just getting in a relationship doesn't cap it. But your foot is already in the door. No, my whole body's in the door. Oh, excuse me. (laughs) But you're not married yet, so your foot's still just in the door. Okay, Nick, go ahead and ask your question. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Also, like, I I do date multiple guys. I call it, um, I look at it as an internship. Like this guy, that guy, like whoever okay. is doing the best, just like you said, with the gold medals, um, silver medal, all of that. Um, ew, how can I put this? Um, how do I, how would I explain to a guy that wants all of my time, but doesn't want anything? I'm not going to say he doesn't want anything serious, but he's kind of, well, let's go with the flow. But he wants all of my time. And he doesn't want me to date other guys. What's your objective? Um, well, I want, I want right. a relationship with him. You want a relationship with him? Yeah. 
with one guy? Did you just say? Yeah, with one guy. Okay, so I just, just cut everybody else off. All right, well, I'll leave it up to the expert. Because he doesn't, like, I'm not going to say he doesn't want a relationship. How long have you been talking to him? Um, It's been about consistently five months. Right. Remember, fellas, I was saying within yep. two to three months, he knows whether he wants to be with you or not. And if mm-hmm. he hasn't made any moves by this time, it's not probably going to happen. Okay. So the thing that you can say right now is say, hey, I'm really interested in becoming more serious. What mm-hmm. are your thoughts on this? He, I'm pretty sure he's probably going to say no, 80 mm-hmm. percent probable. He's going to say, I'm not ready for that. I don't want that which is, means that you get to step away and focus on the other guys that you're talking to. But I think that this guy doesn't want to be with you, so you need to focus your energy on other other places. It's not a match. Oh, and I will let go very easily. <laughs> but I liked him, and I wanted a relationship. He's a, a decent guy, but he kept just like, oh, well, we're, we're still getting to know each other. So I kind of felt like... Most men are not going to be ready for a relationship, and it doesn't have anything to do with you. They have to make the decision within themselves to to feel ready. And oftentimes that oftentimes that means self-actualizing. And a lot of men haven't done that yet. Okay, so so my question is, is that okay for for them, for the man to be not ready? Is that okay? Is that okay to enter into a relationship no. even though you're not ready for no, one? No, to not no to not be in a relationship because you said um, men will know within the first two months um, whether they want to pursue um, something more serious with you. Um, mm-hmm. than, is that accurate for you? Is it accurate for me? No, I'm not. I'm just not ready right now for a relationship. Get him. Get him. No, but I'm saying that get him. Month, three month mark. Uh, for me, uh, in the past, it's been, been early. For you? In the past, yes. Okay. Tell yeah. the truth. Now, I'm telling the truth in tell the past. The yes, truth. This, this is, this is a safe space. Yeah, this is a safe space. Tell the truth. But now I find myself that I, I feel like I'm not ready to go for, go further than just simply dating or seeing someone. I don't want to get into anything um, more serious than that. But shouldn't you have to ask yourself why? We have yeah, an expert on the phone. No, I'm, I'm, I'm let's sorry. Let's let, 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 let the expert no, he's, he's taking my gig. That's <laughs> I know. She's trying What's to the question? impede on your space. What's here? the question? No, go ahead. Do it, girl. What's the question? Huh? Well, I why? asked you why. Why are you not ready? Um, still dealing with some Still dealing with some issues. Or still dealing with some issues. issues. Huh? Okay. From a, from a former breakup, I'm still dealing with some stuff. From okay. That. Got it. So we still need to heal a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and I right. don't want to put anybody in a situation where... Which I have done is put somebody, put people in a situation where it's a it's progressed, and I've thought that hey, I'm ready to go, and then I get to a point where I'm not. So then I start withdrawing, and I just don't want to put. I think it's important to communicate these things early on, and I right? do, and I so do that we manage these expectations. <laughs> and I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. CL, I do say it from the beginning. I do not want a relationship. Okay. Coach, but then, how do you pr- no, no, pursue no, no, that no, individual? No, that's not that's not what I'm saying to communicate. Is it is important for you to communicate that you are still healing, right? Mm. And that this process is going to take longer mm. for you than it would other people. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I, I will use that. And you me. never communicated that. I never said that. But no, that's what I, I was. That's well, why I was stopping. Well, I've, I, well, I've, you said what? You didn't know how to. Well, that's true too. But I, I would just say, hey, look, I'm just not ready. For I'm just not ready for a relationship because I would I would get it got it always gets to a point where the woman wants more she wants to move forward um, yeah of course. usually involves time. feelings and everything else and I say hey look you know I'm 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 not there 
and mm-hmm. I, I'm not ready for a relationship. I, I'm not. I just I'm not ready to do that. So now I, you're, what you're saying is I need to explain why I'm not ready to do that. Contact. And then it's yes. But then even if I'm saying that, isn't it up to the woman to decide whether she wants to still hang out and whatever? She else? has an explanation now. She understands why, and that can actually connect you all more, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So that you that can open up a conversation about past relationships, and she can mm-hmm. share part of what's, what has happened for her as well, right? Oftentimes, I think that healing has to do with having new people and new experiences. So I'm glad that you're dating, right? Mm-hmm. I think some people would say, actually, don't date then if you're not ready. No, you need to have new experiences and you need to have new people to actually heal from some of the older things. Um, but I think being very clear about where you're coming from and letting them know, is, you know, right now, a lot of men say that they're not ready for a relationship. And in a lot mm-hmm. of women's ears, they're hearing um, he don't okay, want to be with me. I'm going to make him ready. <laughs> no, I, and I've been told I've been I've been told mm-hmm. that it's not that I don't want to be in a relationship. I just don't want to be in a relationship with them. Per, that person. But they're I, making it personal. And I'm trying to I try to I've tried to explain that it's not well, you a don't, personal you thing. Give the context. Right. Oh, that may be true. No, that's yeah. true. <laughs> it's very so that's true. I'm saying it's, it's important, you know, date two, date three to let them know. Hey, this is where I'm at right now. It's going to it's going to take a lot of time based on a previous, you know, relationship that I'm still healing from, but I still want to get to know you. I but it's just going to take it's going to be a slower burn, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and ask if that if that's if that's okay with them. Mm-hmm. Some people will say no. Some people will say no problem, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Well, I I have to ask for a friend, say someone is in Yusuf's situation, mm-hmm. should they be doing the ING? And what I mean by that is the actions. Yeah, the work. No, not the work. The actions. You say you don't want a relationship, but everything you do is relationship stuff. Is that misleading a person? Not if you give them, if you manage expectations early on, right? Because I, I don't. I don't think that those actions are coming from an ill place, right? Okay. That is just something that he naturally does when he's feeling good or with somebody, right? Okay. So if he does the first part, this, then he can still continue some of the actions, mm-hmm. but he's explained it with context mm-hmm. yeah. to go to the next step. That's right. So that okay. a woman is not expecting in a month that y'all, that or two, that y'all are going to be together. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that's where the, the riff comes. Yeah. Right? Oh, oh. Two, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's ha- he's had What's some riffs. <laughs> I've had a couple of riffs. <laughs> yeah, he's had a few riffs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well. Definitely have had. You help me out, Coach. I, I, I mean. I appreciate you. You know what? I, I thought we were actually going to get some fluff. But we got a lot of good information from you. Tons a of good lot. information. And you're not only providing relationship advice for male to female or female to female or male to male, you're mm-hmm. actually giving advice that you can apply to almost any aspect of your life to mm-hmm. build relationships. That's right. So we do. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Thank you uh, for being on. Uh, we, I feel like we still have a whole bunch of stuff. We could still we talk. Do. With. We do. Yeah, we do. We need to, we'll cut, we'll be in contact to get you back on again. Yes. And you, you good with that? Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> we're going to hold you to that now. Yeah, yes. we're going to definitely hold you to <laughs> that. We're going to hold you to that. And, you know, I guess all heroes don't wear capes, huh? 
Because <laughs> you're out here saving They might people. wear hoodies. They might wear hoodies. Okay. Okay. They might wear hoodies. Okay. All right. Now, one thing we didn't bring up, and I know we only got we only got a couple of seconds left. Um, your your podcast. Tell everybody about your podcast. Oh yeah. yeah. So when everyone is done listening to this amazing podcast, they can come over and listen to mine. It's called Get Your Guy coaching and we talk about all of these different topics in depth right as well as other things that are specific to the to the high achieving highly educated black woman uh so for example talking about studying at a pwi predominantly white institution and what that means for your dating and love life boundaries black narcissistic mothers all of these different interesting topics that are very pertinent for the black woman so yes hit me up on the podcast and if you feel like you know you want to learn more about what i do and if it's a good fit i definitely want to invite the listeners out there to uh, book a free consultation call with me uh, you can do that at www.getyourguycoaching.com slash apply and yeah we'll take that hour and we'll talk about what's working what's not working and what's hindering you from your love goals okay that's, that's a good plug there. well thank you yeah. thank you that's uh, how, clean you've done that before <laughs> <laughs> that was real clean <laughs> yes you are yes you are, <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, how can uh, how can people follow you on our uh, social media yeah, just go to get your guy underscore coaching. And we have a lot of motivational quotes. I'm, I'm on there doing lives. I'll also get on that real tip and give you some nuggets and some gems for you to think about. Right. So get your guy underscore coaching. Well, okay. thank you, uh, Mr. Coach Anwar White. Yes. We appreciate you. We appreciate time. it. Definitely. Um, we appreciate your time and uh, we will have you back again. Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. No problem. All right, Neek, lead us on out of here. All right. Well, it's your girl, Neek. I thank you all for listening. I'm sorry. I am like all off because I came in the middle of you it. Are, yeah. You are. You are. You are really messing up right now. You need some coaching. My, right? My, apologize. My apologies. Um, well, we want to thank um, Coach Anwar White for coming on Relationship Status. Um, I'm going to sign up for that consultation <laughs> and we're gonna I'm gonna keep y'all updated and see how that goes until then it's your girl Neat Cruz CL Butler and your boy Yusef and we are out Thank you for listening to another episode of Relationship Status. Remember, you can catch us on RelationshipStatusPodcast.com, iTunes, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, Nobody Grinds Like Us, and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts. If you would like to join the conversation or leave us a dear Neek, email us at relstatpodcast at gmail.com or call us at 843-310-8637. Follow us on Facebook at Relationship Status Podcast, on Instagram and Twitter at R-E-L-S-T-A-T Podcast. And don't forget to comment, share, five-star rate, subscribe, and review. The Relationship Status Podcast is sponsored by Unfiltered. Whether it's hoodies, long-sleeve tees, leggings, joggers, or tech suits, Unfiltered has what you need to express yourself in any weather. Visit unfilteredforever.com and use the promo code RSP to get 10% off your entire order. That's unfilteredforever.com, promo code RSP. And remember, there's a science to being you.